You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to 105.7 FM, the fan, the final inspection. It is time to talk some NASCAR. This is Dennis Michelson from Racetalkradio.com. Along with Lori Monroe, and Lori, it is such a shame that the NASCAR drivers have been so boring this year, and they're just not giving us anything to talk about. Yeah, I just don't know how we do it. How do we show up here when these guys just lay around like white bread? I don't know. Uh, Yeah, there's just nothing rowdy going on at all at the track. (laughs) Just guys show up. They say they're happy to be there. They can't wait to get oh. in their cars. I can't wait to get in the car. And they just go out and they put on a board. For those seven people out there that are tuning into this show today to talk about racing and listen yeah. to racing that have not heard about the big incident, there was an incident at the last NASCAR race in Las Vegas. Gee, Dennis Michelson, tell us about the incident. <laughs> Well, it went like this. Uh, Pardon one, me, I got to wipe the blood from my forehead. Stand by. Okay, well, here we go. One, one yeah. driver came down, hit another driver. That driver hit the other driver. They spun him out. He wasn't too happy. That driver came to the pit area, took a swing. Then there were yeah. a bunch of crew guys flopping around. People were saying that somebody stomped somebody in the head. Then, of course, when Better Video came out, it showed that all it was was a typical NASCAR fight. Does that pretty much sum it up? And that was just in the stands. That was just in the stands. That was just because (laughs) of a hot dog that was ordered and the guy didn't pass it all the way down the aisle. So the big story this week is that there was a fight in NASCAR and NASCAR didn't see anything wrong with it. No penalties at all, which makes me ask sort of an interesting question, Laurie Monroe. Was this whole post-race confrontation one big staged thing by NASCAR. Are you serious? I'm staged? serious. I'm serious. I can't I'm start- believe you're even asking this. How could this possibly be staged? I'm this starting to staged? doubt things. I'm starting to doubt what I see with my own eyes because oh, I, don't I don't trust no. anything anymore. Listen, listen, you've got Kyle Bush doing his Kyle Bush thing. There's nothing staged about this, and his remarks coming out of the holler for the first time that we saw him at Phoenix this this past weekend, it just it's just it's stellar premium stuff that you get from this guy. And I'll tell you what, I I, I liked Kyle more when he's out swinging at uh, at Joey Logano than coming out of the trailer and just giving this uh, over and over monologue as well. But no, there's nothing staged about this. We see this time and time again with Kyle Busch. He loses his he loses his mummy mind is what happens. And you see this young younger guy, the guy that everybody loves to hate, Joey Logano. He's the one acting like an adult in all this, as usual. We this is just like history repeating itself. That's all. When I first saw this event live, I was thinking, oh my, there's like seven crew guys for Logano that all yeah. jumped on. Kyle Busch after he took the poke at at their teammate. But if you look closer, all of the uniforms being worn by both teams were yellow. And it was a pretty good balance of M&M and Penske guys. 
balance of M&Ms and Penske. That really sounds like something you'd be giving out at Halloween. <laughs> exactly. Let's so, see. Here's some candy, and then we'll move all your furniture. So no penalties whatsoever. Not even like yeah. this token fine. Even the greatest fight in NASCAR history, everybody got a token fine, even though yeah. Big Bill France knew it was the greatest thing that could possibly happen to put his sport out there to the masses. And he still fined each one of the drivers involved $2,000. Were you surprised that no penalties, not even a fine, no probation, nothing for the crew guys? Were you surprised by NASCAR's actions? I kind of was. I was actually more surprised that there were no fines for the crew guys. I really didn't think that the drivers really needed penalized. I could see something like a, a probation, whether that even means anything. Who really knows? But when the crew guys got involved, I thought, oh, gee, these guys are going to get some sort of uh, some sort of issue coming from NASCAR. But no, nothing happened. And and quite frankly, I'm I'm fine with it. I really... I really don't think these guys should be penalized for what we saw this past weekend. Now, this isn't to say that the next fight that we might see further down the road might knock out somebody's teeth or something. Yeah, you're going to have to, you know, this imaginary line that NASCAR has drawn in the sand, we don't really know where it is, but but it obviously didn't happen last weekend at Vegas. Now, the people freaking out over all this stuff, you know, this is a horrible way to to set an example for your kids, oh, Kyle Bush and Joey Logano are not the people on earth that are supposed to be setting an example for your kids. It's remember the meme going around on social media, these two parents passed out in their car and their two little kids in the back seat. Those are the people that are supposed to be setting the example, not somebody else. that's a rank stranger. The reaction by the fans to this was priceless oh. because you have you have three different groups, basically. You've got the people that absolutely love Kyle Busch, and they're upset that nothing was done to the crew guys that jumped yeah. their guy. You've got yeah. the people that absolutely hate Kyle Busch that basically said that this is a sign that he's the Antichrist and should be drummed out of NASCAR or at least suspended for the rest (laughs) of the year. And then you got the people in the middle that don't have a dog in that fight, and then they're coming down everywhere. My concern with the lack of any penalty is that I thought that NASCAR drivers and crew knew where the boundaries were. And now I'm sort of thinking that NASCAR has said there are no boundaries. Are we going to see the next incident get even more out of hand? That's my only concern at this point. No, I don't think so. You know, we had this discussion a couple of years ago when it was the Matt Kenseth, Joey Logano deal. And then over time, the Keselowski and Matt Kenseth deal and Harvick deal and whoever else you want to throw into this group that can be a little bit on the feisty side. We think, where's it going to go next? Are these guys going to be hiding out in the bushes at each other's house with a knife? That's not going to happen. You know, tempers come to a head when these guys are competing at this level or at any level. When people are competitive, they get a little bit up in arms sometimes. So, you know, I really don't think anything more horrific is going to happen. Yeah, there could be circumstances where somebody takes a swing and and hits the guy beside him who's an innocent bystander. That's the stuff you just can't predict that's going to happen. 
So you just sort of, you, you just have to take every incident for what it is at the time. And this deal we saw last weekend is nothing more. Now you said, did NASCAR stage this? It's the most, it was a gift to NASCAR because the, over <laughs> yes. the last few days, I've seen stuff on social media where you've got the 22 car and the 18 nose to nose at a grocery store with these cutouts of each driver standing there. Like really? And people say they hate fighting and yet they set this stuff up like it's going to be the biggest spectacle to man now. Oh, give me a break. Meanwhile, back at the race, it was another sort of ho-hum event. I was, again, expecting It wasn't even ho-hum. It was just hum. Yeah. This was just the gift to NASCAR because everybody's talking about the fight. Nobody's talking about the lousy racing. We're seeing this aerotight package that I think, you know, the whole idea under a lower downforce package was to take away with this from this aero tightness, unless they get rid of the front splitter and unless they give these guys more power back to their engines, which they stole from them after the 2014 season, I think this is about as as good as it gets. So bring on the fights. Yeah, bring on the fights and bring on the defective batteries and bring on the, the spastic I don't know, truck arms or panhard bars or front suspension, whatever wants to give way on these cars. So you've got a guy like, you've got a guy like Keselowski who you think is going to run away with this race. And all of a sudden, oh, can't steer, can't do anything. And the guy that you never thought had a shot wins the race. You know, that's the type of, that's the type of high, high excitement we're getting now are our car failures, parts failures. So instead of having competitive cars on the track, you it's basically just a, a Russian roulette game waiting for parts to fail. Martin Truex Jr. though had the best car. He just made a mistake at a crucial time as far as having another guy get around him And then you go ahead and it looks like it's going to be one of these deals where the best car didn't win. And then all of a sudden, here comes Truex. So he was able to to take all three segments. Have we learned anything yet about who the best car and driver combination is out there yet? Is it Martin Mm -hmm. Truex Jr.? Is it the Fords? Who's going to be the, the team to beat here? Have we learned that yet? Kyle Larson. This kid's finishing second every week. Boy, that's true. He has been strong. It's true. Yeah, it's incredible. This guy's just lying in wait. The minute his luck changes, look out because it's pretty incredible how well he's been running. Yeah, pretty incredible indeed. Well, speaking of incredible, you know what time it is now, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my goodness. I hear... The official 105.7 FM, the band, playing in the background. It is time to blow up some stills. Laurie Monroe, tell folks how this game works. This game is all based around when everybody used to have stills in their backyard, like, like Dennis Michelson. And someone would come along and blow it up because you're really not supposed to be making any moonshine or anything like that. So people come along, blow it up. So we're going to blow up somebody still. And you can do the same. You can send us an email. If you go to racetalkradio.com, look each of us up. Send one of us, both of us, send everybody. 
whoever you want to send an email to, what do you want to see blown up in NASCAR or even on your own street? Maybe your neighbor's mailbox is really not nice. We'll Maybe take it's unattractive. All, we'll take all suggestions. Absolutely. We'll blow anything up just for a giggle. That's Abs- how we are. Absolutely. So, Lori Monroe, do you have a still that needs blowing up this week? I do. I do. And it's not even to do with what we saw on any any specific race event that we've seen so far. It's a term being used, and I just can't stand when the guys on TV say that somebody has won practice. You don't <laughs> win practice. This, once again is like the whole competition ribbon thing. Everybody gets a trophy. Is it at the point where everything has to be a victor in something? So you have one practice. Can't you just be the fastest in practice again? It's like this P1, P2 that all got brought over the NASCAR as well. I don't like any of that. But win practice, I don't like when anybody wins practice. You're fastest, you're quickest. That's it. I don't like the term. And how do you win practice anyway? The I fast, don't know. You could be the fastest car on the board, but have had only one fast lap the whole day. You know, it, like winning it. practice is a very loose term as well, but you're right. It's lame. It's, it's lame. very lame. It's very lame. Well, I am also picking on the announcers because just like this segment here, this is the game seven moment of radio. Every time that it's we're not talking, it's it's like we're in our Stanley Cup finals and it's oh, coming Lord. down to the final chucker in the last inning of our cricket match. And, you know, pretty soon it's going to be time to crown the final four. Uh, and what a racket see- you got going there see what position everybody's going to be seated on. And this past week, we saw Martin Truex hit for the cycle. Can we just get rid of all of the cliches that apply to stick and ball sports that we're trying to use in racing and get back to racing cliches like the cars and stars? Can we just do that, please? Oh, my God. (laughs) Don't we have enough of our own Listen, cliches? Why do we have you, to rob you, cliches? You, Dennis Michelson, are the king of the cliche. Yes. From the first first moment we ever did anything together, all it was was cliche after cliche. And it's like you forgot you used it 10 minutes prior. It's just like a, an ever-flowing river of cliches. Well, I can't the cars... take the cliches anymore. And now there's a whole yeah. new basket of cliches. Now we've got from other sports. Yeah, I don't like cliches. So I don't like the clicks, click use from other sports yeah. being used in racing when we've got no, plenty of our that. own to beat that. up the the eardrums yeah. with. So yeah. Laurie Monroe, we've got cliche usage, and we've got <laughs> cliches. We've got winning. Practice. This is winning a pretty practice. Cliches. You know another one I'm going to throw in the group because I think we're blowing all this crap up. That uh, we can't pick between the two. Why oh why are we suddenly calling him Danny Suarez? Oh my lord! Yes. Did you hear that last week? Yes. It's yeah. no. It's not Daniel Suarez. It's Danny Suarez. Does he? Does he want to be called Danny? This, this is like the Jeffrey Bodine thing. Yeah, I think we're I'm trying not, to... I'm not Jeff Bodine anymore. I'm Jeffrey Bodine. It, it, it's least... like going to the Beverly Hillbillies with Jethro Bodine. I, I just... 
can't we just call people what they're supposed to be called? It's Daniel Suarez. He was introduced to us as Daniel. He's going six feet under as Daniel, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Danny's Daniel like, Suarez, not Danny. They're trying to turn him into a redneck from South Carolina or something. I don't know what they're doing. It's Why weird. is he suddenly Danny? I think we've got three great things yeah, to blow up. I just just start blowing stuff up because I'll probably bring about six more to the table before we're done. Just blow her up. Blow so them for, all up. For all of these stupid things Everything. we're seeing in the sport. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> That's music to my ears. You're listening to the final inspection on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the final inspection on 105.7 FM, The Fan. I got to tell you, folks, lots of items in the NASCAR news this week. Lori Monroe, Jack Roush saying that retirement is not too far away. Well, you know, it is inevitable. None of these guys are getting any younger, and you don't want to hear it, but it, it is coming. And I think he said he typically worked in, what, like five-year plans or something, and now it's like a three-year. I, I don't really know how old he is, but holy cow, he's not getting any younger. And these are smart guys. Jack Roush is a smart man. He is not just going to wake up one day like Carl Edwards and say, "Ain't doing this no more." He has to plan. He's got a lot of, he's got a lot of irons in the fire. So for him to say it, it's a sad thing, but you know it is sadly inevitable. Some NASCAR owners show up at the track and they're just there to talk to sponsors or the VIP yeah. types or to do whatever. They're just there when. When Jack Roush is at the track, which is every week, he's checking plugs. He's doing all kinds of technical stuff. This is a man who still gets his hands dirty every week. Absolutely. He's going to be missed when he's gone. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Carl Edwards, he was in the news this week again, too, because Ford Performance's Dave Parachek says that he expects Carl Edwards to return to NASCAR soon. Will it be in a Ford? Are we seeing the start of the PR rollout? Oh, man. When the day Carl Edwards returns to NASCAR after this this walk-off with this press conference and there's more to life and, and all that stuff, I, honest to God, I'm going to make a dartboard with his face. (laughs) I've said it before. If you were a raving Carl Edwards fan and your heart was broken because he left the sport and you had to go. Yeah, it's it's And and when they say, you know, soon, is that this year? Are they talking this year? Like maybe the end of the year or next year? I I don't know. I just, I, I was shocked to read it. Yeah, very surprising and just continues the saga. And the crazy thing is is even though he's retired, I think we're going to get a Carl Edwards story almost every week. Goodness me. Also in the news, Facebook's Mark Zuckerberger went, uh, or Zuckerberg, sorry, went Who? along. Who? Zuckerberg. Hamburger Mark, helper. Mark Zuckerberg's. The uh, Hamburglar. Went, went along for a ride with Dale Earnhardt Jr. this week. Is this a sign that Facebook could be involved in a NASCAR sponsorship deal someday? 
Do you think they ever do anything that's not got something up their sleeve on both ends of this between NASCAR and Facebook? I doubt it. Really doubt it. But, you know, who has more money on Earth than Mark Zuckerberg? Nobody. There, there, there's not even to be a people, people being born that will ever have as much money as Zuckerberg. Did they Facebook Live it, by the way? I don't even know. I don't believe that they did. At least I didn't see any of it. They should have. You know, Dale Jr. is so up on doing the the periscoping and tweeting. I don't know why he wouldn't Facebook Live this. Like, my God, you've got Zuckerberg, Mr. Facebook there. This had to be live somewhere. Would have been a natural, but I have not seen the video still, so I'll have to look for that more. Speaking of new things coming to uh, the world, how about a new radio show, Laurie Monroe, to compete with, of course, us here on 105.7 The Fan. That's tough. Mm -hmm. Happy Hours with Kevin Harvick coming soon to Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. What do you think? Can Harvick pull it off? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, He's he's good. he's, He's such a... He's such a clown. He really is. And his teammates, I'm sure, will be making appearances and who knows who else. But to hear, to get it right from the driver's mouth every week, I think is going to be a good deal. I, uh, I I look forward to that. I'm sure I'll be listening to that as well. I think that's great. Going to be very interesting indeed. Also in the news, Mr. Roger Penske was speaking this week saying that NASCAR teams will need to make some big-time changes to reduce costs. Is this a sign that uh, the teams in NASCAR are expecting to have to live on a smaller budget in the years to come? Well, the fact now, even at Phoenix this weekend, I think they have the St. Patrick's Day hot dog or the St. Patrick's dog or something. Yeah, I think everybody's going to have to be living on beans and hot dogs. You know, these guys, they, they can't they can't make these payments on these three million dollar motor couches all the time. So they got to, like, cut back in certain areas. So probably the the hot dogs and beans and, you know, maybe maybe the odd extra bowl of spaghetti now and then. And, you know, they might have to start going to the food banks that that could be in their plans, too. It's sad. Very sad. They might have to lay off either the limo driver or the, uh, the the pilot on their second airplane. I mean, that's it's going to yeah. be coming down. It, Maybe I'm, that's why Carl's coming back. He'll be he'll be flying people around since he's a pilot. Maybe they're going to have to have like a GoFundMe account to keep NASCAR teams alive. I don't know. I'm sure there'll be people paying it. Yeah, and probably some people getting some extra furniture for the baby's room as a result, but. That's a whole nother story. Speaking of money, you know, the big saga between Danica Patrick and Nations Bakery and Stuart Haas Nature's, Racing. Con- not Nations. It's Nature. Na- Nature's. Nature's Bakery. Yes. Sorry. Nature's Bakery. And in my notes, I can't even read a thing today. Uh, and Stuart Haas Racing has continued. The big news that came out this week Danica brought $11.5 million in exposure to Nature's Bakery. There was only one problem with that, Lori. They spent $15 million to do it. Ooh. Is this a sign that NASCAR sponsorships have gotten too big and too expensive? Well, yeah, I think we could have we uh, nailed that down a couple of years ago. 
that's a lot of money. It really is. But this, I find it incredible how they can put a dollar figure on every minute of exposure in every different type of, of media out there between social media, television, commercials, appearances, whatever. It's fascinating to me how they can actually tally up an amount for that. Yeah, pretty incredible to see indeed. That's a lot of money. It's 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 this whole sports just it, it's outpriced me, I'll tell you. I I put my shoes away. It's just in a whole different world now. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, the Cup Series in Phoenix this week, who's your pick to win the big race on Sunday? Well, who I mentioned uh, earlier in the show, I'm going Mr. Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson for Laurie Monroe, and I am going to take Mr. Kevin Harvick. I left him for you. Yeah. Thank you very much. And that does it for us in NASCAR News here on the Final Inspection on 105.7 FM, The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.